0: This is Lucy Power, and you're listening to Tanya Tate presents MILFs Making Money. This is Tanya Tate. MILFs Making Money.
1: all you wonderful people who are looking to level up your loot. I'm Tanya Tate and this is MILF's Making Money. On today's show, if you are looking for love or companionship, how do you avoid the romance scams? And today's guest is Lucy Power, Australia's number one fitness model actress, award winning content creator and naked news reporter. We are discussing why it is important to keep your body healthy through conditioning and a positive lifestyle, especially when your body and an appearance are what is generating your revenue. So finally for me, my flights are booked, yes! I'm finally gonna be going outside of the US after over two years. I've got a flight booked to Canada in August. My cousin is getting married and after putting it off so many times due to COVID changing the plans, I'm finally going. So this week I'm going to be going shopping. I've already been shopping online and found a couple of dresses, got them ordered but I've now got my eye on a couple of dresses at David's Bridal. Hmm. I'm going to go and check them out. They, As well as bridal dresses and bridesmaid dresses they also have like prom dresses and party dresses and a couple of those bridesmaid dresses I looked at and I thought Ooh, they're not necessarily bridesmaid dresses they could also be a wedding guest dress so I'm excited for that I'm going to be doing a little bit of shopping there and I'm finally going to be going back to the UK yes me and Ozzy are going to be taking a trip back to the UK the flight is booked yes So, over Thanksgiving, me and Ozzy are going to be spending our time in the UK. Probably going to see relatives in and around the Merseyside, Manchester, Cheshire and North Wales area. So, I will be all around there. I'm excited to to finally go back. for Ozzy would love being like... Last time he was in the UK, he was 18 months old and it will be almost five wow and for me it'll have been like two and a half years so exciting yes 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 i can finally say i'm going back (laughs) so i'll have some more adventures to tell you about then but you know what let me tell you something that i found this week finally there is a case of someone being prosecuted for using my name, image, and likeness. I've got to tell you, though, I am also a victim of this crime, okay? People always oh, going on, oh, fake profile, is this you, is this you? Let me tell you the other side of what happens with these fakers. So this is a piece, an article that was written by Anthony Attrino, um, and it was for nj advanced media for nj.com so nj new jersey so this is a piece from it. i'm going to read it from it because it's kind of shocking right okay so there's a big long piece and, and so am i'm just going to pick up straight into it it's about these people that have been arrested and they basically these are the scammers so let me read you a little bit about the scammers and let's see how would you think about this It reads from NJ.com: A third victim living in Nevada believed he was dating a woman named Sandra Lisago, who claimed her father had left her twenty-five gold bars, and that she needed sixty thousand dollars cash to cut through red tape and collect her inheritance. I mean, that must be one whole load of twenty-five gold bars. I mean, who's gonna who's gonna need sixty thousand dollars cash? To get your inheritance, no one needs $60,000 cash. Anyway, we move on. The Nevada victim wired, get this, $10,780 to a bank account and thought he was sending the money to a lawyer in London who was, who would help Liz have her gold bars transferred to the United States. This is according to court documents. After a year of communicating with the Nevada victim, the woman who identified herself as Lisego told the man, are you waiting for this? That she was actually a pornographic actress, Tanya Tate. hey, I promise you now, I do not have an inheritance. I have not got 25 gold bars coming my way and I would just love $60,000 cash but..." It wouldn't be to cut through red tape. So apparently, she identified herself as a pornographic actress named Tanya Tate, which is me. I own the trademark to Tanya Tate. I am the only person that is allowed to be called Tanya Tate, a pornographic actress. And she provided him with an address in New Mexico, where she said she lived. Well, I've got to tell you now, this is me, Tanya Tate, the pornographic actress, and I've never been to New Mexico I mean I'm assuming it's somewhere south on the border between <laughs> the United States and Mexico. It's I I don't I don't know where New Mexico is. Can someone open Google up for me right now? So the victim traveled twice to the New Mexico address. So he's actually must I don't know whether he's drove there. Can you how far is it to drive from Nevada to New Mexico? Did he drive there? Did he get a plane there? I don't know. So the the victim's gone there twice but the woman with whom he thought he was being communicating did not reside at the provided address. So this piece is available for you to read on nj.com but it doesn't it, it gives you like details into how much each person made but reading it it's like this is only the amount that they could actually trace so I'm assuming they probably stole more you know that's only the amount that they got caught with. But is, isn't this, like, amazing? I always try and open your eyes. It's like, you know, this is what happens. Pawn stars don't have 25 gold bars that are waiting to be brought back and red tape. and They're not going to need $60,000 cash for red tape for inheritance. I mean, this is such an old scam. And I feel so... I, I feel sorry for someone that would be so stupid to wire money i'm like please just don't do it it happens all the time so many people take my pictures of me and aussie and then they're being used to dupe people that are seeking relationships so now we're going to be going to canada and the uk Hmm, i wonder how many people are going to be using those pictures (laughs) to post all our adventures whether we're doing a YouTube or an Instagram live chat. I actually see like screenshots from the live chat. I know it is because I'm like, that's a weird picture. I'd never have taken that picture and then I think, oh yeah, I can see it's a live chat. So they just take screenshots, they take pictures. It's just, it's just shocking that people fall for it. I guess these scammers, they're really good with the psychology. They're really good at knowing what to say. They're really good at finding people's weak points and just using those weak points as their strengths to con you even stronger, to just draw you into the scam. I mean, it all starts off, you know, you join an app and you start messaging with someone and they appear to be like the complete package, the good looking, the kind, and most importantly, they are really into you. So the chatting starts off and then your new love suggests... You know let's move over to another another place you know maybe as me as me cell number what about me email or whatsapp or something rather than staying on you know if it's a dating app don't stay on there or, you know even sometimes if it's instagram dms don't stay in there come on i'll give you my text i'll give you my cell number so then if you then look back sometimes they'll remove the profile off the dating app you know sometimes you can't see them they've gone so anyway you move on to the new place whether it's their cell number their cell number that's what they say everything seems amazing it's going so well and this person is telling them telling you so many things that you want to hear and then suddenly they start asking you for cash so seemingly it could be harmless you know they could need it for food for medical bills you've got a sick relative They want to come on a flight and come and meet you. There could be a whole number of reasons. Or they might claim to be in another country and you need to send money abroad. However, if you refuse to start questioning them, your new love may get hostile. They may threaten you or even grow distant. I'm sure they're so good at this. It's it's like, it's like a sales trick, isn't it? You know, there's people that go to these really... Strong sales hooks. I'm sure these scammers must have their own scammer school. Couldn't say that then. Scammer school. But there's also a flip side as well. You know, you could get a message through a dating or social media app, and someone's offering to be your sugar mummy or your sugar daddy. I have to tell you, I do get these. So they say, in exchange for your love, you will get a weekly allowance of several hundred dollars maybe several thousand dollars if they're trying to really sound great and the offer sounds too good to be true and they may seem like really legit at first but apparently with this one the scammers will send you a check or they'll pretend to deposit money in your bank account and they might say can you just do me a favor you know the other part of the extra cash that i just sent you can you do me a favor and send it to my needy friend or pay this bill that i've got or make a donation to this charity and of course You know, later on you find out the check or the bank transfer was fake and the charity was just really the scammer or their mate, using a different name. So just know, if you help scammers, you could be moving money illegally. You know, money laundering and wire fraud are illegal. And even though you are the money mule, you're also victim. But you can still fake prosecution. I'm going to tell you about something else as well that happened to me. And I... I was really going along with this. And it, you know, I'm the one that can open my eyes to a lot of things. But this was, it, it sounded too good to be true. So there's a girl on Instagram and I look at her Instagram account and she's established, she's got pictures, she's got videos up. She's got quite a few thousand followers. It's not just like, it's, it's not a brand new fake profile. Okay, so I looked and I was like, hmm, okay. So I said to her, Okay, if it's you, send me, you know, a video of yourself saying my name and today's date. So, you know, I want to start talking to this girl. I want to make sure she's legit. So here's the thing. Here's what she's asking. Here's what she's asking. She's got an amazing opportunity, right? I love these amazing opportunities. Um, this girl apparently works for a multi-billionaire who pays six figures All you have to do is Skype. Imagine being able to pay off debts or family debts, buying a new car or a new home, all just for Skyping. That's all. You don't ever have to meet him. Hence why it's so amazing and so easy. I assure you, once you see the proof, you will be more than grateful. Proof which he will show you without issue will contain his girls vouching for him. Oh, they have... Cars, homes worth over half a million, bank transfers. I can show you proof. Oh, you can also DM him as well. Okay, I also have no issue sending a selfie video. So I'm like, okay, I like send it to me. Oh, he only works a certain way. He's interested in Skype, and it's over a hundred and fifty thousand dollars a month. And here's one of the girls vouching for. A million dollar home and a seventy thousand dollar Tesla so then she sends me a video of a, of a person a girl and all you can see is the mouth down and she says hey daddy thank you for my Tesla my whatever home I'm like okay that could be anyone send me a video from you she sends it it seems she's legit I asked a tons of questions she didn't like that whoa that's too many questions so now I'm doing my due diligence and I'm trying to find out, right? I need You're telling me $150,000 a month. Come on. That was too many questions. So this is what she says. Every girl Skypes with him first makes him happy. He finalizes with $150,000 to $250,000 and he gets sent. And she's telling me to, you know, I need to talk to the guy directly about all the questions, which is fair enough. Right? So I'm like looking back at this. I'm like, this guy is supposed to be dripping in money, right? He's going to pay me this much money. But here's the catch. Here's exactly what the catch is. Let me read it again. Every girl Skype's him first. Every girl Skype's him first makes him happy. Hmm. So hold on a minute. I've got to get on Skype. I've got to talk to him and make him happy. And then after that, He's going to finalise sending me $150,000 cash. She sends me other videos with random girls. I don't know who they are. Anyone could just do a video of anything, right? So I'm like, well, thinking, well, this guy's rolling in it. Come on, you're rolling in it. Small donation to get me on Skype first. A small donation. I mean, a small donation to him could be a massive amount to me. He was having none of that. He said at the end of the Skype, let's say we finalize the deal. He's going to send me the money. Oh, yeah. Going to come from the accountant. There's no taxes or government issues. I'm like, you really think that you're going to be sending anything that's over $10,000 into my account? Like, and there's no government taxes. There's no issue. Apparently, he's done the method with over 2,000 girls and he's never had a problem. When we Skype, I can explain it better. And I'm just like, no small donation up front equals no initial Skype chat. I mean, really, I don't offer free Skype chats. I don't do it doesn't matter what the promise is at the end. I'm not going to do it. And I know there's going to be people that are sitting here right now that are listening. There's both sides of the story here with the scammers. There's the scammers that are pretending to be us, the girls, the content creators. And there are the other scammers that are trying to be sugar daddies that are going to be like, I'm going to give you all this cash, thousands upon thousands of dollars. I mean, I could just do a couple of months, whatever, two, three months I'm going to have my mortgage paid off, all my car loans paid off, all my debts are going to be paid off. That's amazing. There's one small catch. Get on and Skype with him first. Hmm. Hmm. That just smells, smells of BS to me. Really smells of it. Now, if somebody is listening there right now and they're like, no, I've got a guy, and he does that with other girls. Well, please, please let me know. Let's talk. Because <laughs> that, to me, another girl trying to get me to do it. And he's not going to pay a small donation to get me on Skype first. That's a scam. That's, that's, that's just a scam. Please, girls, if you if you get it, make sure. If he's rolling in money, a small donation is not going to cut his bank. It's not going to hurt him. A small, tiny donation, if he's offering you several hundred thousand dollars a month, it's a small donation to pay to get you on Skype. I mean, I was, it, the, the, it was just so strong. It felt so real. But I just stick to my guns and I knew I was not going to get on Skype unless you paid me first up front. No one does it. And I'm sure him as a businessman, he's not going to do that. He's not going to give free work. You're not a builder and you don't go, you know what? I'm going to build you a patio. But what I'll do, I'll I'll build a quarter of your patio for you. You can look at it. And if I make you happy with that patio, then I'm going to pay you a massive amount to finish the rest that's going to be like a 1000% higher than any of the other builders that are going to give you a builders quote hmm. that sounds too good to be true doesn't it trust me i moved on from this it was just shocking the the, the scams coming from both sides but you know what how to spot a fake you know start by doing your research just research. You know, search is the site legit? Google the website name. Use reverse Google image lookup. You know, like Google Images, because that's what you need to do. If someone's pretending to be someone else, start there, and then research the information they give you. Look at the email address, the phone number. Does anything exist online? Check out the story and ask specific questions. A scammer may stumble over remember details or making a story fit, or maybe. They're just going to refuse to answer the questions or avoid the questions and keep coming back with the offer, the offer. I mean, they can get really creative. They can use excuses to avoid talking to you on the phone. Or maybe, you know, especially with the girls, you know, if you think someone's supposed to have a certain accent and you talk to them. This is what the guys tell me, you know. She was living in one country, but the accent sounded like a different country. I mean, that's just like a red card. And be suspicious of the ways that they're going to ask you. If they're asking you to send them money, you know, they might ask you to wire or use a prepaid debit card. And if they're asking for cash, this is scammer's favorite ways to get money because, you know, like cash, once the money's gone, it can't be recovered. I mean, I even had a friend the other week and he said to me, oh, look at this hot girl. I've met her online and we're going to be meeting up and he goes to like a weekly meetup event and she's going to be coming. And I was like, oh, she's hot. Yeah, she's hot. I was like, oh. Um. The week after, I said to him, so how did you get on? Did you meet your date? He went, oh, no, she didn't come. It's like, oh, it's a shame, okay. But she asked me for gift cards. I was like, no, no, don't do it don't do it do not give it any gift cards i was like she's a scammer she's a scammer she's a scammer i said never ever ever give anyone gift cards when she can't be bothered to turn up and she wants she wants cash from you I, said, I you know i really hope daddy listened he's not mentioned it again so hopefully but if you are going to send money to people you know use your credit card use the legitimate platforms there's loads of legitimate platforms out there i'm an only fan sex panther And there's a lot of platforms that, you know, you can find someone to your taste if you want to start off, you know, a virtual relationship with them. Once they go on these platforms, they have to get verified. So you know, if you go and look, I'm verified on Sex Panther and OnlyFans. When you join up to these kind of platforms, you do have to go through a verification process. So you've got to provide your age and you've got to do it via legitimate ID. And just think about it, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, you got private Instagram? No, 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 no. My Instagram literally says this is my only Instagram, no private Instagrams, no other Instagrams. You know, people, there's people out there that really have decent followings on regular social media like Twitter and Instagram, and imagine they find it really difficult to talk to every single one of their followers. So which is why normally they use premium social media platforms, which enables them to give their individual time to the other person. So they don't have private Instagram or Twitter where they just sit and chat. I repeat, they do not have private social media accounts just to sit and talk to the fans. You know, it's not happening. Models, porn stars, TikTok stars, Instagram models. You know what? These girls are never, ever going to marry you just by an online-only relationship. I mean, really thinking about it in the real world, who would ever agree to marry someone without ever meeting them in person? And I mean, not just once, probably quite a few times, right? So the profile that you're chatting to online, they're not going to get on a plane and come and meet you. God, I think I'm breaking someone's heart right now. Yeah, romance scams, they just happen every day. There's photos of me and Ozzy going online and they've been used to scam lonely people into believing they're chatting with me and we are starting a deep, loving relationship. You know, I've been anywhere from single parent to widow. Ozzy's name's been changed loads of times, different ages, It's, it's just awful, really. You know, anyone can find my pictures and start an online account. And then, Photoshop... Photoshop can turn a random passport into showing my photo on that passport. I even get asked by profiles that I use in my avatar and, you know, these are the scammers and they'll write to me in DM and they'll say, I need you to send me a video saying I love you, John. Or can you send me a selfie holding a piece of paper with your name and my name on? And like the name in the profile, even though it's using my name, picture the name's like John and I'm like are you just scamming some dude called John I'm just like hmm. sounds legit you come to me you've got a fake tiny tape profile and you're coming to me hey can you just send me a video like what? Well, hold on you're asking me to join in your scam so you can scam cash from my fans you know Twitter and Instagram and many of the other platforms they really just let anyone join And they never ask for any proof of who they really are. The People whose name and image is being used by the scammers are also victims. So never go after that person in the photo. They're not behind the scam. It's probably going to get you blocked and reported online. I mean, I I can't tell you how many people come after me, all aggressive. Scammer, B-I-T-C-H. And I'm like, dude, you're the one who's stupid. That's in my brain. And so I just see them and I'm just like, oh, block. It's... It's not worth it. Time and effort. I'm giving you education here. I'm I'm really giving you education to tell you don't get scammed. Please do not give money to people randomly. Do your due diligence. If you want to spend $300 talking to a hot mature woman, well, you know where you can find me. And I've got to tell you this. I really do have some amazing friendships with some of my very special fans. I'm going to tell you it is possible. And if you are talent, if you are somebody that is a content creator and you are getting asked, someone's giving you an opportunity to Skype with them, to they're going to be your sugar daddy. Just protect yourself. Go by your gut instinct. Listen to my words whenever you're looking for a romance or whenever you're looking for an opportunity to make more money. The love of your life that friendship that fan that keeps coming back they are just around the corner however if it seems too good to be true it probably is coming up next on milfs making money myself and lucy power australia's number one fitness model adult actress award-winning content creator and naked news reporter discussing why it's important to keep your body healthy through conditioning and a positive lifestyle especially when your body and appearance are what is generating your revenue You are listening to Tanya Tay Presents, MILF's Making Money. And we are discussing why it is important to keep your body healthy through conditioning and a positive lifestyle, especially when your Body and Appearance are what is generating your revenue. I have with me Australia's number one fitness model adult actress, award-winning content creator and naked news reporter. She has been in the adult industry for around six years, and has been on OnlyFans as a creator since its inception. She has a psychology degree, graduating with first class honors. She won a world bodybuilding title in 2018. She's still passionate about fitness and health and loves motivating people towards finding ways to improve their fitness, relationships, business, and anything else that they might be struggling to change. She's very active on premium social media and has a monetized YouTube channel where she answers questions and provides motivation welcome lucy power to the mills make a money podcast
0: thanks so much for having me
1: hello lucy it's it's great to have you here <laughs> <laughs> all the way from australia yes that's right (laughs) so lucy why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you did before you got into the adult industry
0: okay um well before the adult industry i was you know just a stay-at-home mum. but i ran a couple of businesses on and off over the years so i've got two degrees my first degree was in um, graphic design so i had my graphic design business for a while and just did that freelance and, and then more recently, I completed my psychology degree and started a life coaching business. And I was working in research with psychological research just before I got into the adult industry. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: I like that. I like psychological research. What, what did that involve?
0: Well, basically what we were doing was we were conducting a longitudinal study. So we were following teenagers basically from grade eight until grade 12 to investigate the relationship between alcohol and substance use and just well-being and stuff like that in in um, teenage students that's
1: very interesting
0: yeah yeah it is interesting and it's you know needed and all that sort of stuff but I'm no longer doing that
1: and you also said that you were you had a life coaching business as well
0: yes yes so just after I graduated I started a life coaching business because I wasn't going to register as a psychologist and because you don't need to be registered to be able to be a life coach and yeah I've just been helping motivate people in all different sorts of areas of their life so my thesis for my psychology degree was about motivating people to go to the gym more Um, so I learned techniques and how to motivate people generally and it can be those techniques can be used across all different sorts of You know, lifestyle aspects like career and relationships.
1: I like that. It's like motivating people to go to the gym. It's like it sometimes just like self motivation. Yeah, (laughs) it's it's like really hard, and I love it. It's like learning techniques because here, this is life, isn't it? You learn different skills, and you can use them across different platforms and different areas in your life.
0: Absolutely. So quite often, I use the the mentality that i had during my bodybuilding competition to help me with business and career and that sort of thing so there's just like strategies that you can use
1: so let's talk about your bodybuilding fitness like tell me a little bit more about that And i've got to ask you this question because you did send me some notes before lucy and i was like okay you become australia's only face out professional fitness model so, tell me how you did it and tell me what does face out
0: mean? Oh, well, face out. <laughs> face out means is that, yeah, like I'm not afraid to show my face when I'm advertising my adult platforms on Twitter and things like that. I actually recognize as an adult performer, but also a fitness model. A lot of fitness models, not that there were many before me anyway, would blur their face so that you couldn't identify <laughs> who they were in real life because sometimes the bodybuilding community might not accept the fact that you're an adult performer as well whereas for me because I'm heavily tattooed I thought there was no point in blurring my face because people would recognize the tattoos And I just accepted the fact that I work in the adult industry as well as being a bodybuilder and a mom and all that sort of stuff and just was face out from the start
1: I see it so it's not blurring your face out on social media right. thank you got it yeah. so let's step back then tell me about your bodybuilding fitness career
0: oh yes I love fitness. I'm so passionate about it because I've been into fitness my whole life. My mother was one of those 80s aerobics instructors, you know, with the- like
1: like Jane Fonda. Yeah. <laughs> one of
0: those, and my parents were both cyclists as well. So I sort of grew up with fitness in my life. Yeah, so I I was always like a cardio bunny my whole life. A bit bit of a party animal when I was younger, but as I got older I started getting into bodybuilding because my ex-husband would bring home bodybuilding magazines and say look, you're not going to get bulky if you lift muscle. Look at these women. They look amazing. And I'm like, okay, I'll try it. And then I just fell in love with it immediately. I was so addicted to that, you know, increase in strength and uh, the different goals that you can achieve along the way. It was incredible. So I started that around 2012 probably. Yeah. And then then I – got into bodybuilding through a gym, a new gym that I went to. They they had such a wonderful community and they worked together to train for Tough Mudder. So I joined this gym and we're all training to do that as a group. And then uh, one of the trainers there said, "Oh, oh, I did this summer body challenge and I did really well. And he goes, You look amazing. Have you ever heard of INBA, which is like International Natural Bodybuilders Association? And would you want to compete and get on stage? And I just thought, no. Like as if I want to get on stage in a bikini (laughs) and flex my muscles. Are you joking? So anyway, I, I, I engaged a coach and I started the process and I just became so addicted to it because it's very scientific tracking your macros and your your training and then tracking your fat loss and your skin folds and all this sort of stuff every week until you get on stage it's the whole process is great it
1: it does it sounds like it it's it sounds like from getting from one point i'm sitting here i've i mean i enjoy fitness and i've had different fitness levels in my life but i've never done you know bodybuilding as such or any kind of competing like that but I'd always think it, it takes, like, a really strong mind, a really strong focus because you've got a plan. And then you the, the hardest part is sticking to yes, it. Yes,
0: absolutely.
1: So its its it, is it a lot of, like, focusing and mind work and having someone that's got support in you? Is yeah, like that's it. it. it it's, it's encouraging you.
0: Yeah, you've got – and that's why I had a coach because then you're accountable to the coach – and that's all you focus on so it can be quite a selfish sport and a lot of people around you like your family can suffer because you are counting every calorie you're tracking every meal you might be allowed to have one cheat meal a week and even then it might still be restricted so you miss events you don't go to barbecues or parties because you're not allowed to drink alcohol and uh, it's very very restrictive and that can be for a minimum of minimum 12 weeks but usually four months and yeah uh, yeah, so you do have to be very focused and want it that much that you're willing to cut a lot of your life out for it. I
1: I have to say it sounds kind of like me at the moment (laughs) now I'm not doing a bodybuilding (laughs) competition I promise you that but actually I um, was diagnosed with chronic Lyme disease and I have to tell you Lucy I didn't realize how much diet can affect your health? Yes, I had my breast redone, and afterwards i I really didn't have an appetite for quite a long time for at least five weeks, no. five, six weeks. And I realized during that time the a mm. lot of the um symptoms of the chronic Lyme disease I would I would get a lot of pains in my legs, a lot of f- fatigue, like as though I'd woke up and run a marathon, you know yeah. it, was, it, it, it got pretty bad. It was the inflammation in my body and i realized that it must be something to do with the food so i literally had to change my diet and so like now it's like can i have this can i have that can i not have this is that got sugar in because i don't want it to spike so and it's really quite very restrictive and it's it's challenging you know to go out for a meal and then you've got to think well what can i have and i I love a cheat, and I love a I love a glass of wine, I have a glass of champagne. And then the next few days it's like, oh, I feel like I've got a hangover for four days and I've had like two glasses of wine.
0: Yes, I'm the same. And lately I've actually let my diet go and slip a little bit because I've been traveling and I've just been relaxing and I've been, you know, drinking cocktails and eating whatever I want. And it really messes with my mental health and, and just my physical health. I really feel the difference between, you know, when I'm eating I'm very healthy most of the time to when I'm just being pretty shit every day.
1: <laughs> but sometimes, you know, if you've got a goal at the end, it's it's like anything, isn't it? If you've got a goal, you're going to work towards that goal, yes. whether it be a bodybuilding competition or whether it be to feeling – a lot healthier or not reducing chronic pain in your body it's if you've got a goal that you're focusing towards it's really easy to work towards it that's right if you've got the mindset to go with it
0: exactly and that's how motivation starts it starts with a goal and then there's little steps along the way that you can you know achieve little um attainable easy achievable goals before reaching your main goal. But yeah, it always starts with a goal.
1: I like that because I was thinking, I'm gonna ask you for some tips. I mean, <laughs> we haven't even got anywhere near there yet, me asking you for tips. But I'm, as I'm sitting here, I'm thinking, you know what, I I have a personal trainer. He's on, he's, he, he trains me online in the house. And it's so funny because I make myself laugh. Every time there's me lunch, he gets a picture of me lunch. <laughs> And then the evening, there's me dinner, and he gets a picture of me dinner, and I write what's in me dinner. And if I if I send him something and it's I know it's not really a full meal or it's something like a lot of crackers, I'll be like, um, I've I've been a bit busy today. <laughs> and, But I I feel like the way that you said then you're accountable to somebody else, I feel like I'm accountable to him because I I know if I send him the pictures of my food, I can't cheat myself.
0: Exactly. And that's what it's like as as being a life coach as well. People are then accountable to me and that's why they employ me to help motivate them because like we'll check in each week, irrelevant of what it is that we're doing, check in each week and I ask about what they've done and achieved towards their goals. So... So
1: that is similar. Yeah, it is. It's like having accountability and you, you're getting chased up. But you're only getting chased up because that's part of the original plan. Yes. You know, that's part of the original plan that you set up. That, you know, this This is how it's going to work. Right. And sometimes need
0: that additional motivation from someone else. A lot, Not a lot of people can do it on their own and that's totally fine. So people shouldn't feel hard on themselves if they need motivation from someone
1: else. I like this. I'm, I'm feeling very, mo- I'm feeling more motivated as we're going along. Yay! <laughs> so So tell me, so you, you, were, you had your trainer and you were really working out. So what was the, you won a mm-hmm. title, a world bodybuilding title in 2018.
0: Yes, I did and uh, incredible. Now the thing is, I didn't actually win it on the day and I won it by default, which is horrible, but still exciting. So um, on the day, I know I was absolutely devastated. I was in my best condition ever and another woman won that title on the day. And I was like, okay, congratulations, clapped and like rolled my eyes slightly. I'm like, I feel like I was better than her. But anyway, no. (laughs) Um, A week later, the uh, CEO of the organization contacted me and said that woman was stripped of her title because she tested positive for banned substances and you were second yeah so you've now won the title and I was like great thank you (laughs) woohoo would have been wonderful to like have all those accolades on the stage on the day with my kids watching and everyone supporting me Um, but it doesn't matter I still won like I knew that I was in pretty good condition so yeah that was Amazing, And that, that was actually the competition. Thank you so much. I've, I've, injured, I in. I've injured my back during that preparation. i would herniated my disc. And so for the last six weeks, I couldn't even walk properly. I had numbness from my knee down, my left leg, and I had to perform um, a, like a stage performance during my competition. So I was doing splits and handstands and I was in so much agony and I had this big smile because I just had to do it and get through it. So it just makes the win all that much better
1: (laughs) yeah it is it's you you work through something it's it i mean i i can't do a split to save my life i try i try and do a lot of stretches but i i just can't do it but you know if you do have sometimes if you do have pain in your body it's like you know as long as you're not gonna make it worse Mm -hmm. it's like always listen to your body but i'm so glad because you know what you did deserve it because if that other woman didn't have those banned substances in her body would her body have been as as you know amazing looking as it was you know
0: she, she she took stuff which helps lean you out more and dry you out so it made her muscles pop more than mine so yeah yeah, that's right so if she hadn't taken that yeah she cheated so it sucks it sucks so much because you know it's a natural bodybuilding competition and she's just at an advantage because she's cheating yeah
1: Yeah. but you know what you won and I'm I'm so proud of you oh thank you so
0: much thank (laughs) you so much I like I like I said I was more committed during this preparation than any other and I was really aiming for the win and um I had competed in the nationals a couple of weeks beforehand and got you know some silvers and some bronzes and so with the nice. the world title I was like oh, I can do this I can do this and yeah so it was wonderful it was such a good experience
1: yeah it sounds amazing so I I want to ask you so you were you were focusing on your bodybuilding so how did you um make the step into becoming an erotic content creator?
0: Well, I think uh, during that preparation, I had already started with the adult industry and I was just keeping it sort of quiet. My coach, he knew what I was doing and I think the organization knew and they didn't care. Like they're probably one of the more accepting organizations. So I was already doing all of the adult stuff. I just wasn't as well known at that stage. So,
1: so, so let's step back. Then. How did you get started in the adult industry then?
0: I'd always been really open minded and had been a swinger with my ex husband, and I'd always like you know posted videos to my lovers, and I'd re- always recorded myself. I'd always been that way if, even from a teenager. And then when a boyfriend of mine told me about this thing called OnlyFans, I was like what? And he goes, you can sell your videos. I'm like, are you kidding me? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay. So that's when I started the OnlyFans. So that was like, like shortly after OnlyFans started and then I found out about many vids and that you can become like a porn star on Pornhub if you just apply and all that sort of stuff and then then I set up a Twitter account and that would help like sort of get my advertising for OnlyFans out there and some Australian porn companies found me and my fans were like tagging me in their posts for new talent and they contacted me and said hey Lucy would you be interested in shooting some porn I was like yeah okay sure (laughs) I like to entertain I like to have sex let's put the two together so I went and did that with uh, Aussie fellatio queens they're called and then I did another scene with Aussie ass and uh, yeah the rest is sort of history and just sort of like did some sexpo shows which is like exotica
1: did you do sex australia
0: yeah i did <laughs> i love sexpo it's good
1: fun I, do you know what i always wanted to. Co- i've never been to australia i always wanted to come to australia and um, i did sexpo south africa a couple of times and at one point they were gonna come sexpo to uk to london but that that show actually it never happened but I always would see, you know, it, it was launched, wasn't it, from Sex by Australia. always looks like to be an amazing show. Yeah,
0: it's just so fun. Everyone's so open-minded and wild and it's excellent. It's a good time. And the fir- that first show, what I did was like a talk on how to date a porn star because, yeah, I'd always have people asking about me and my relationship with my partner and how that was possible and how we make that work. So I did this little talk on that and uh this year I'll be reporting for Naked News at Sexpo oh nice
1: yeah. so so Naked News is like a, a another kind of content platform I see because I, I also have a publicity company as well Star Factory PR and I've had a couple of my clients be interviewed by them and it Laura yes isn't Des- Desiree. Desiree Desiree yeah Desiree yeah Desiree. <laughs> Desiree. Desiree. Yeah, she she's so lovely, and I set I set my clients up with her, and she does these like amazing interviews. So that goes on to the Naked News platform. Yes. So you're you're also you're you're, you're so are you like the Australian equivalent of Laura.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm the Australian anchor. So I'm like the only Australian anchor, and I won a competition to become an Australian, the Australian anchor for a year. But um, I think because of COVID, it extended out a little bit. And then when I went to the studio recently and met them, they're happy to keep me on. So I'm just going to stay on indefinitely as the Australian anchor. So I'm really excited about that.
1: That's great because that's like a really good way to network as well, isn't it? It's, you know, getting yourself in a position where you can be seen by people, you can be seen by the fans, you can be seen by other talent as well. And, you know, you can get yourself out there, your name, your brand, your face, and with that comes all of the other services and and ways that you can help people.
0: That's right, and I'm learning new skills. So I'm learning how to report as well and how to be in front of a, a camera and a teleprompter. But yeah, just how to do proper vlogging and and actually learn how to be the interviewer and i you know i always really struggled with that i'm used to being interviewed but to be the interviewer i think is a whole new set of skills which i'm still trying to develop and build on as you would be aware of <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes do you know i've i've done um quite a little bit of interview and i i was a radio host on Vivid Radio which was syndicated on Sirius XM for 7 years And I did like hosting on red carpets, you know, where different media need someone to help them interview people. I've gone around conventions and interviewed people as well. And it's really different. Like if you've got the camera, and you're just going out around a convention and you're like, "Hey, hi, this is Tanya Tate. and you know, tell me, you know, what's your favorite position, <laughs> or or what whatever, or maybe we come up with silly questions or whatever. But I was always like so like cutesy and a, like a little bit of sexy innuendo. Yeah. But then suddenly it's like. I find that part really easy, and I'm really good with the talking and the dirty talking, but I find that when you actually have to come to interview people, specific questions to get specific information, you know, more like this podcast, it's really on a different level and you really have to, like, prep and focus and try and follow the conversation. That's right, and
0: it's almost investigating, you know, as well, so it's a bit more serious and paying more attention.
1: I'm trying to pay attention to you, Lucy. (laughs) very special. I I do. So all these different things you've got. So, you know, you've got your premium social medias. You've got working for studios and having your content put out in the studios. You're the, the anchor, the news anchor for Naked News. And so it's like putting different feathers in your cap to build on, yeah, you know, the Lucy Power brand
0: exactly, and I like to do lots of different things. And I like I'm also an artist as well, so I, I do oil on canvas, and I'm hopefully going to go and paint in an art gallery in Bali, and I'll be trying to sell oh. those as well. Yeah, but I'm also developing a website here in Australia, which is just taking way too long. It's basically like a directory listing of content creators, so that they can find each other and film with each other because of the explosion of OnlyFans and content creation. It's huge here in Australia because porn is sort of illegal, like it's very grey, whereas online content creation with other creators sort of gets through. It's like a loophole. But new content creators are really struggling to find other content creators to work with apart from just contacting them on Instagram. And we don't like that. And we tend to turn people away if someone contacts us on Instagram because we just feel like they're being a creep. So I've designed a website which allows for some verification of all the profiles on there and information so that new content creators know how to approach another content creator to give them information about STI testing and about consent forms and IDs and storage and all of that sort of stuff as well. So it's like a one-stop shop. And for services like photographers, videographers, makeup artists, catering, they can also advertise on there. So it will be like a one-stop shop for Australian content creators. So I'm in the process of developing that now. That's a
1: great idea, that. It's a, I guess it's kind of slightly different because in America it's – it's a little bit, it, it there's not really a gray area unless you live in certain states where it's really frowned upon and they have like they really do have these religious politicians that just try and smack everything down yeah. but in general a lot of the states are quite open you know so it's a lot easier for someone like being a content creator saying california or in, you know new york or new jersey or wherever and we do have communities you know we do have like a lot of different events you know post-covid events are starting to take place but you know i i see on a map and i see that australia is like a massive place (laughs) and especially with it being like a gray area that that's a really great idea
0: yes definitely Um, it's huge and i mean most of the content creators sort of hang out on the east coast of australia but there are some on like all over australia but even just being on the east coast it, it is hard for new content creators to be able to find others especially to be able to work with established ones but so that's what I'm
1: trying to do. I'm trying to bridge that gap. That's great. Well, when it, when it's up and running, let me know, Lucy. Yeah, if, I will. I, I'd love to have a, a look at that. You know, it sounds amazing. So let's go back to your premium social media channels. Mm. So which platforms... you on when it comes to the premium social media and how does the fan experience differ on each one
0: well i spend a lot of time on instagram just doing day-to-day stuff so if my fans want to just see my stories and and my nice model photos like instagram is the place to be i post a few times a day and sometimes i do lives to answer questions And it's just it really is a good indication of what I do every day. And obviously for the very X-rated stuff, OnlyFans is the way to go. And I I post a lot of X-rated. I do full explicit stuff. I like to get down and dirty. (laughs) So OnlyFans are the best for that. And then also many vids so you can just buy the individual clips, but not everything is on many vids. I also attempted fans. Girl, but that's new to me. That's through Naked News. And sometimes I do live shows there. So this morning, just before getting on um, this podcast with you, I did a live home workout for my Tempted Fans. So it was an hour of uh, my home gym. I eventually get down so that I'm topless, just wearing a G-string, you know, lifting weights and stuff. So that's always good fun. Oh, I love that. I love being able to do Where was
1: I? Where was I when you were doing that? I think I was prepping for this podcast. Yes. I I should have had an invite over there, Lucy.
0: It was good fun. (laughs) And I did record it, so I'll be uh, editing it and putting it on my OnlyFans as well. So I like that I can incorporate, like, sex appeal in with my fitness as well because, you know, some people – like to watch fitness girls because they are voyeuristic and they do fantasize about them being naked so if i can provide that for people i find that pretty exciting but at the same time i'm getting fit and it's it is subconsciously encouraging them to get fit too
1: yeah do you know i was i was going to ask you how you incorporated it in how you incorporated fitness mm-hmm. um and your bodybuilding experience into your content creation you know the erotic content creation I, I think that's great. So all, all the fans out there that are listening now that do like, you know, X-rated crossed with fitness mm. and bodybuilding, Lucy Power yeah. is the place <laughs> you, you need to get over.
0: Yes, you got to um, subscribe. <laughs>
1: Yeah, subscribe and find it out all over there. Mm-hmm. So you you also, as well, you have a YouTube channel. Yes. So tell me a little bit about that. What led you towards building it and what do you offer on
0: there? Well, I started it because I had fans asking me questions about my life more and more often and I was just repeating myself and it was taking too much time to respond to my fans. A lot of the time I do respond back to my fans on Instagram and um, I was just having to turn people down. So I thought, well, if I just do YouTube videos then I can just redirect them to my YouTube. So that's what started it. And also I wanted to start reducing the stigma about sex work just in Australian life, you know, because there's this, you know, belief that we're all sleazy and it's, you know, uh, behind closed doors and you've got to keep everything secret and it's not that way you know I've got two degrees and I'm a mother I'm a businesswoman I'm I'm, a good provider of my commute to my community um, but I like to film porn and and be uh, sexy and open-minded and swing and all that sort of stuff so I initially some of my first um, episodes are talking about the stigma behind sex work and adult industry and stuff like that and how we need to reduce that because we do suffer a lot. Um, yeah. We, we really do. Like people don't realise
1: like you could see me and you and me me and you could be in the supermarket together like just in yoga pants and like you know a regular top Mm. and you know you wouldn't know the difference you wouldn't know suddenly like if those tops were to come off and the camera was to come on and we were in like a little workout studio together you know you, you you wouldn't know the difference but you would see us in you know the open air and you would see us in the community and you know we we do go for our community and we we we're kind to the people around us but i always think if sometimes those people if certain people knew hey i what she's what she does behind closed doors Mm -hmm. with the camera on when she's by herself or you know when she's with a partner I, i think some people would really change their mind yeah it's really sad because we're still the same people
0: we are and it all it is though it's just because they've been brought up a certain way and really society still tells us this day and age that it's not acceptable. And, you know, people from our generation, and our parents are still influencing the the, uh, opinions of society. And I feel like it is getting better. There are people there trying to be strict about keeping it behind closed doors. But we need to stop being so judgmental about the individuals engaging in it.
1: So let's get back to YouTube channel. That's monetized as well so tell me how does the monetization side work
0: yeah so um i was surprised that they allowed it to be monetized because of the adult topics that i talk about but i also do incorporate fitness and other things that aren't always about sex so i applied for monetization after i reached a certain amount of subscribers and they approved it but what they do is they go through every video On your channel and work out whether it will be monetized individually. So some videos are monetized, some are partially monetized, and basically, like you know, it just has like a little indication in my channel as to how much the projected income is based on current views and all that sort of stuff. So it's only in its infancy at at this point of time, but but, um, yeah, that's how it worked.
1: Okay. Yeah. I. I have, I have like I, everything you I'm like I've got one of them <laughs> here's the thing business women and mothers we are all about multitasking yes. and having different avenues yes different ways to make that money mm-hmm. to come in because you can't just rely on one thing
0: absolutely and I the thing is I've realized this late in my life that that actually just works for my personality I've always struggled to just do one job at one time because I get bored I like diversity and I like to paint one day and then I like to film myself having sex the other day and then I like picking my kids up from school and I like going grocery shopping. Like, I there's so, And also the business side of things. I'm very much business-minded. I love all the behind the scenes. I also, when it comes to the video production, I do production and directing and I edit all my own stuff as well. So I just like to get my hands on everything. That's why I do so many different things.
1: So that's great that you've got the skills and it's like, Lucy, how do you find the time? It's like you know, you're being a businesswoman, you're being a parent, and you've still got to get that healthy lifestyle into yeah. your personal routine. It's, Just how do you manage
0: it? It's it's getting harder the more that I put on my plate. So what's what I'm noticing is that I'm letting certain things slide, and I'll only be doing a couple of things at you know ninety percent. Of- efficiency and then other things just get pushed back when i realize it's not a priority so i need to every couple of months i sit down and i rework out what my priorities are but on a day-to-day basis i know what the most important things are to me and that's my fitness and health and my family so as long as that's sorted out first then I can slide everything in. But I, I wake up relatively early. I go to bed early. I make sure I get a solid sleep. And when I'm at my healthiest, I'm so effective. So that's how I manage to make it work.
1: It's just having all the right components that work for you. Yes. You know, yeah. to to get it in there. So, you know, that I, I wanted to touch on that, you know, staying healthy and mm. why it's an important because you really do have to take care of yourself, you know, mm. if you're in front of the camera. Yeah. But, it's not just about looking good it's everything else that goes with it healthy mind healthy body yeah and having the energy as
0: well to be able to perform like you the more fit you are the easier it is to perform a certain way Um, but you're right it's not always just about body image because there's so many different body types that do so well in this industry um but for me because i've come in as a fitness model i need to i do sort of need to maintain some sort of like um fit body because that's my brand Uh, but I'm okay with that because I I like that but yeah mostly uh, being fit physically but eating a good diet really does help that mental sharpness and being able to stay on top of such a busy schedule
1: it is it's just like it's for me um you know I'm the same as you I'm a parent and I've got all these different things that I'm having to get through as well Mm. as really focusing on my health and my fitness if my health and fitness for me if that's not there i'm not looking after myself yeah. you know things are going to come back my chronic Lyme disease yes. the symptoms are going to increase just just something simple as eating the right food can help make your mind more clear absolutely you just it's people just don't realize it's and if you want to be successful you really have got to look after yourself yeah
0: absolutely and drink a lot of water <laughs>
1: Hold on a minute. Hold on. I'm going to have a drink. Oh. <laughs> I'm
0: going to have a drink too.
1: <laughs> but like, but before you come on, I, I have my smoothie drink. <laughs> I've got my cup of tea and I'm down to one cup of caffeine tea a day because oh, I wow. had to cut out caffeine as well. It's, it's oh, that's <laughs> so
0: sad. I'm glad I don't have to do that yet.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. But I got green tea, decaffeinated green tea. And then I always have like a big load of water. And it's mm-hmm. it's like just keep drinking the water, keep like flushing it that's, through your system. Yeah, kind that's exactly of thing. right. It
0: flushes all the toxins out, keeps you hydrated. It, it works.
1: And it really makes a difference in my skin. Yes. If when I'm like dehydrated and I look at my skin in the morning, <sighs> my hands get really dry. And I look at my skin, and especially under my eyes. Yes. I mean, I'm a woman in my 40s. I, I don't have baby skin. And I'm, you know, we're, we're always fighting the aging yes. battle as well. Yeah. But if I don't have enough water underneath my eyes, they're really, really dry. Yes. I'm like,
0: ooh. Yeah, I get shallow and I get bags under my eyes and a little bit dark as well.
1: <laughs> like, come on everyone that's listening pick up some water <laughs> they're just like oh my god you've got us drinking loads of water now but it but it 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 really is it's good so so let's focus back down then on you know you said that you like to help people mm. um with their on a one-on-one level with the goals to motivate them to change yes so if someone's listening to this now Mm -hmm. what can they do to get you to help them it's and and how do you help them
0: oh well i mean anyone can just email me on lucypowerproductions at gmail.com i also do have a a website that you probably contact me on as well that's just lucypowerproductions.com even like sometimes even an instagram message will be lucky enough to get through and just uh, ask me about that. I might even have my phone number on my website. I'm not sure. But you can just contact me anyway that way. And then we work out what it is that that person needs and then I can give them a quote on what I would um, recommend in terms of what sort of program they might need. Sometimes it's just like a one-off chat for a couple of hours just to really spark that motivation. Um, so it's yeah. that's why I like the one-on-one because it's all so personalised depending on what the person wants.
1: So you you sit down with them, you have a conversation, you find out what their goals are and then you prepare like a plan and say this is how I think that I can help you achieve your goals. Exactly.
0: And sometimes it might just be like Zoom video calls. Sometimes I meet them face-to-face at a cafe and we have a coffee or recently I've got a client and I will go to the gym with her and we do a workout together and then talk about the issues that we want to talk about. Sometimes we go for a walk. So it's all all really different. I like to incorporate fitness into the session as well because when you're exercising and learning new information, it actually activates new neurons in your brain. So it's very effective.
1: So you could do the the fitness training online as well.
0: No, because I'm not a registered personal trainer. Oh, yeah. So okay. I can't actually. I said if, that wrong. Yeah, that's okay though. A lot of people assume that, um, but you, yeah, because I'm not a registered fitness. Uh, personal trainer. I can't actually give you weightlifting program or anything like that, but I can train alongside of you as a friend. Ah, yeah, and, because, okay. and and I, loophole. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's a loophole, <laughs> and and also I have access. My partner is a a, a personal trainer, so. If someone wanted a program, then um, they can pay him to write a program and then I can help guide them through the program. So we we sometimes work Ah, together like that as well, yeah. I tried becoming a personal trainer once and I I had already done my two degrees and, you know, had started so many different courses. I just did not want to study anymore. And then I thought, I don't even know if I really want to train people permanently anyway. I think it might frustrate me because I'm really quite hardcore in the gym and so focused. And if someone wasn't going to listen to me, I'd probably get irritated. <laughs> so I decided not to yeah. get a personal training certificate <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think yeah I think you got to be a bit more relaxed because not everyone's as focused you, you know mm. just from me being down the gym and seeing like different people and I, I think I would I was not as focused as you I would there was no way I'm gonna work so hard to do a competition mm. but you know when I had my full fitness I would push myself and then I'd I'd see other people like, you know, in the class and I think, oh, they're just like moving their arms and there's me like, whoa, let's get the biggest weight. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: love that. You,
1: you can tell the people that like, do want to push themselves a bit more <laughs> and the people that are just going through the motions. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's all different types at the gym. I love it all. At least as, as long as they're in there doing something and not just taking up space and talking all the time. That's a bit annoying.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we. I guess we see them as well. That it's, it's like stop talking, get on the equipment to do
0: something. It's a bit of a social, <laughs> um, you know, atmosphere sometimes.
1: Yeah, which, that can also be good for yes. you. You know, your mental side, for socialization. I
0: agree. I um, do agree with you there. I think sometimes it's very healthy for people to have a chat in the gym, and that's how you can make new friends as well if you struggle to make friends.
1: Yeah, mm. this this is. I I love this. It's like so positive everything's so positive yeah well that's
0: the way i like to live my life
1: it's it's a good way to live lucy it (laughs) really is yeah so i'm i'm gonna ask you lucy what tips do you have in motivating people to focus on their health and fitness
0: goals well um the first thing like you said is to work out what the goal is and then some of the strategies that I use based on a technique called motivational interviewing and functional imagery training. Um, so basically, you just have to ask the right sorts of questions that that the client answers in a way to prove to themselves that they actually do have the ability to achieve their goal. So you focus on um, past successes and what strategies or techniques they use to be successful in the past everyone has had success at some stage in their life no matter how small there is some form of success and so we go back if they haven't if they haven't actually if this is a whole new thing this fitness thing and they haven't had success in the gym yet you go back to some other past success and try to draw out what strategies they use as a person to be able to be successful in that regard so that's how you start And then you look at the barriers that people might have in achieving their goal. People talk themselves out of things all the time, like it's too cold to go to the gym. I'm too tired. I don't have enough time. So we work out all these excuses and then I ask questions about how they could possibly work around those excuses, like picture yourself being successful and what did you do to be successful? Or and if even if it's that I need to be more direct with them and say, okay, you want to train in the gym? You've got half an hour in the morning. You've got to set your alarm, but it's too cold. So go to bed with your gym clothes on. So that you're already literally,
1: dressed, literally. Excuse. Yeah, up, me excuse. yeah, you wake
0: up in the morning, and all you got to do is put your shoes on. If you can't find your shoes in the morning, all right, put your shoes at the base of your bed so they're right there. Like you prepare. I give people strategies so they can't find excuses to avoid doing what it is they're doing. But I work that out with them. So because what motivational interviewing is about is about making them or helping them recognize that they actually have the ability to do this themselves
1: everybody does yes. you will all have the ability to get it done to get there sometimes you just need that reminder yeah. of someone telling you
0: yeah and also you can get there that's right and to recognize that you're making excuses and some of them might seem legitimate but then there are a way there are always ways around it
1: I'm just sitting here I'm <laughs> laughing to myself as you're going We're always making excuses and I'm sure that people are going to be sitting there thinking does she mind reading me yes. right now?
0: <laughs> yeah. I've been making excuses myself recently, you know? I don't have time, I've got work at this time and it's cutting into this time. And then I realised in the last three days, wow, I've been making some excuses, so I've just got to suck it up and do it.
1: Just suck her up and do yeah. it. I, I come to my train my personal trainer the other day and I stood there and he said he asked me each time my trainer gets, and he says, How are you feeling? And I said Oh, I'm feeling a bit tired. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what's come up with me the last few weeks. I said, my body's been really tired. He went, well, I've been kicking your ass more. <laughs> and I said, oh. And then he said, okay. He said, maybe we just, maybe your body's not having enough time to recover because I need extra recovery time. So he, I said, okay. And then he said, okay, I'll take it a little bit easier on you so he did take it a little bit easier yeah. but then the message he sent me later on he said thank you for pushing yourself today because it, it was and I thought I did didn't I because yeah. I started off feeling really tired and once he got me working through it yeah. and we'd been doing about 10 or 15 minutes and the flow just come and the mm. excuses just disappeared yeah. it, and he didn't work me as hard as he could have worked me mm. I, I have limitations and that's that's really not an excuse. <laughs> I just have to be mindful of my body. It's Absolutely. not as it was because of the inflammation, exactly. which, I'm, which I'm finding solutions for. Yeah. But it's like, keep it going and keep pushing yourself, but not over pushing it so that I'm going to be not having the time for my body to recover. Exactly. But not using it as an excuse. Yeah, you need to listen to there. your
0: body. Absolutely. You need to listen to your body and having time off from the gym is also a very healthy thing to do. Like you don't want to go to extreme and be obsessed. I've been obsessed before and it's not necessary. Like you need a healthy balance and, and to be easy yeah. on yourself. And sometimes when you go to the gym, it is a hard session or the first half of it is hard and a struggle. But usually by the end you've come good and it's, given, it's reinvigorated you and it gives you energy and life. Um, There's only been a handful of times where the entire session has been a struggle and it's usually if I've already been run down or I've got a cold and my coach has forced me to train anyway or something like that, you know. But being not being hard on yourself is actually just as important as, you know, kicking your ass to get there.
1: Yeah. Uh, And it doesn't even have to be going down the gym. Some people might think, I don't want to go to the gym. There's loads of different ways that you can exercise even if it's just walking yes three times a week absolutely it's, it's like <laughs> just get something going just get that blood flowing yes and you know keep that positive mind i agree i love this so lucy you've gave us loads of amazing pieces of information but in one sentence what piece of advice would you give to someone who's wanting to step up their fitness whether from the ground up or just improving their levels
0: I think the most important thing is to just keep going and not give up and even you know through hard times or if you're really struggling just keep going and if it means that you've got to step back the intensity a little bit or try something different that's the most important thing is to not give up
1: never go both. that's right exactly Thank you so much, Lucy Power. Can you tell everybody where they can find you and follow you online? Okay,
0: and thanks so much for having me. Um, so Instagram is the first place to find me. It's real Lucy Power, L-U-C-I. Um, Twitter is the same handle. Just in case social media, you know, is deleted, um, you can find my website LucyPowerproductions.com. I also have OnlyFans, which is just Lucy Power and yeah but they're the main sites to find me
1: brilliant thank you so much lucy for coming on the milfs making money podcast
0: thank you so much for having me tanya
1: All for joining me on Tanya Tay Presents MILF's Making Money Podcast. Protect yourself when it comes to love. Scammers are always trying fraudulently to find their way into your bank balance. And scammers are also trying to offer you two good-to-be-true packages. Use trusted platforms to talk with content creators. Remember, a healthy body Equals a healthy mind. Don't get caught out. Maybe you have a suggestion for a future topic or show or maybe a question that me or one of my guests might be able to answer and give you advice on. You can also leave feedback or ask me questions relevant to MILF's Making Money podcast using the hashtag AskTanyaTate. You can ask me by posting on my latest posts on Twitter at TanyaTate, Instagram at TanyaTateXO, YouTube at Tanya Tate Tube, and you can also leave me a voice note on my SpeakPipe, speakpipecom tate and you might get featured on a future episode. So come on, let's take it away. Let's listen to some of my favorite SpeakPipe voicemails of the week. Hello, Tanya. My name is Tim Moody. I've sent you a few messages. We follow each other. Please give me a direct message, either Twitter, Facebook, Messenger. I have a couple things I would like to share with you about your personal life, including your son, Ozzy, and it includes me. Unfortunately, I've been trying to reach you a little bit. I know you're busy i'm not a kook check out my profile i uh, hope to hear from you i do have some things would love to pass on to you about fraudulent stuff right okay so this guy's back again i guess he never listened to the earlier podcast what i told him specifically were to reach me directly whoa he thinks i follow him I'm not too busy to talk to you on Sex Panther or OnlyFans, but I never use Facebook or Messenger. And He goes on about fraudulent stuff. I mean, I wonder what dreams are in this guy's head. I'll never know because it seems that he keeps stupidly talking to the fraudsters. You know? Here's the thing. What do I tell you? If there's a fake, report it to the platforms. If you're being scammed, report it to law enforcement. Block them. Block the scammers. And only talk to me on my premium social media platforms. I mean, I don't know. He's back again. He he does sound kind of desperate. I don't know. Tim Moody. We don't follow each other on Twitter, Instagram. I'm not even on Facebook or Facebook Messenger. At least you got my son's name right. If there are fraudulent stuff... Go to law enforcement. Take it up with them. You're the one that's being scammed. And by interacting with the scammers, you're facilitating the scam to continue even longer. Such a shame, you know. Every week, every week, I, I tell you, please. Maybe, you know what? If today, if I just get into someone's mind, how easy it is to be scammed. Maybe someone will listen and, when they're attempted to be scammed they're like nope tanya tate told me on the milfs making money podcast i remember this is a scam but you know what thank you guys for all your support keep it coming in and i love hearing what you think about the show and if you do want to get to me directly you can phone me video call me chat with me you know where to find me on my premium social media platforms sexpanther.com slash tanya tate onlyfans.com slash tanya tate that is the place that we get to chat one on one and you can follow me on twitter at tanya tate, instagram at tanya tate xo and my youtube channel tanya tate tube you can see all of my official links including my premium social media on my Linktree. just search Linktree and my name tanya tate or one word and remember if you don't see it on my Linktree, it's not me This is Tanya Tate. A healthy body equals a healthy mind. Stay focused, stay strong, stay committed. Now get out there and go build your bank.